That must be our cue. Yes, it is. Chiefs, Marta, we celebrate the wonderful franchise that's just south of the Bombays here in Auckland, known simply as the Chiefs, the team that everybody's trying to knock over. Chiefs team that could end up going through the entire Super Rugby season unbeaten, almost unheralded. Unheralded, if you thought about that at the start of the season when you looked at the Blues from last year and you looked at the Crusaders and you you look at the Brumbies and you look at just how difficult this competition is. Well, joining us as a co-host, as he does every Tuesday night from 7.30 to 8, is a man who captained the Chiefs, a man who's played 79 tests for the All Blacks, Ian Jones. Welcome, Carmo. Yeah, good afternoon. Good evening, uh, Warner. Good evening, listeners. Good evening, all Chiefs fans out there. Yeah, they they were good. They enjoyed themselves. They played rugby with a smile, right? And I know winning, you can play with a smile, but isn't that just a great reminder to all of us? And I know club rugby is playing up and down the country now. Great reminder to all of us, you actually got to love what you're doing. And when you love what you do, you relax, you get the results that we're seeing from the Chiefs, and absolutely, we'll t- get more in-depth into this, Wallow, but they are all, this is one to whatever number you can go to in the franchise are having fun and are in sync. I've got to say, and we talked a little bit the week before um, with the Highlanders. We were discussing with Joe Wheeler talking about the Highlanders and what they might need to do to win this game. And I think we'd spoken, uh, who did we speak with last week from the Chiefs? Um, oh, forwards um, coach, North Harbour. Feeney, Feeney, really. Yeah, Feeney. Yeah, Feeney. We spoke with Paul Feeney and asked whether this was a little bit of a Madonna skin game. And he sort of said, look, we can't underestimate it. And I've got to say, in the first 15 minutes, boy, the Highlanders threw everything at them. The Chiefs just looked a little off colour. Didn't look like they were quite nervous. System was quite ready to go. But the wonderful thing is, they never panicked. They absorbed the pressure, and then they flicked the switch. And I'd imagine a lot of people were somewhat disappointed. I think a lot of people were hoping that the Highlanders might get the job done. I'm, I'm not sure for what reason. Let's Mate. give respect firstly to New Zealand derbies. They are tough, tough matches. Not just the first 15 minutes. I think if you looked at the Chiefs players coming off. Uh, no doubt felt, saw some of their bodies the next day. The physical battle against the New Zealand side is absolutely real, so there's no question about that. And the speed and the intensity, unquestionable from the Highlanders. So New Zealand derbies are everything that we make them out to be. You have to absorb all that. Coincidentally, and this is a debate we can have and lots of other people can have up and down the country, and we we talked about this last year, uh, last week, sorry, when the Chiefs had to kind of hold in the game to, to find the space which they did against the Crusaders late in the match Dame McKenzie moving out from that pivot position into that roving role that we see him play so brilliantly when he does move later on the game but earlier in this game after 15 minutes and coincidentally that was the kind of the timing of when they started to find space out there is it a coincidence? I don't think it is personally but I've been banging on about this for a long time so it's a broken record the guy is simply sublime as a open field mismatch runner. The guy can find, create, and, and, and discover holes no other player can. Well, when I... you say that, though, but what about Sean Stevenson? Sean Stevenson's been doing some brilliant things from the back there, though. In combination. Sean Stevenson has done some brilliant things in solo, but when those two play in combination... McKenzie so you're saying to McKenzie Stevenson. Fullback. McKenzie to Stevenson. I don't care where McKenzie plays, whether it's fullback, where it's coming off the bench, whether Just it's. Just where he's where given some a little bit of room and space. space. Yeah. And there's Chiefs fans in here 
who will look back, and I know it's 10 years ago, but 212, 213, when we won back-to-back titles, why did we win those back-to-back titles? Brilliant direct running up front, a lot of physicality up front, but Aaron Cruden started to move a lot into the midfield. Use Sonny Bill Williams a lot as first receiver, running those inside lines. Daniel Rona doing exactly the same thing. And Cruden back then, beautiful what he was doing in the open play. What McKenzie can do in conjunction with Stevenson, outstanding auto. So hard to defend against. How good was that try from Narewa? I mean, we've just got so much depth in certain positions in all-black rugby at the moment, weak, weak in other areas, but he would walk into any other international side in the world and probably cause havoc against the All Blacks. The reality is, this guy might not end up making an All Blacks squad, but on form and the X factor that he brings and so typical of the great Fijian players, wow. And would he be able to do that in other sides? Now, he's been in other sides before. Or is he doing that in the Chiefs because, A, the Chiefs allow him that luxury, a, the Chiefs allow him the space, so all the work they do up front creates that space for him. And he's just given so much confidence by the coaching staff and by the people and teammates around him that he's allowed to express himself. And other sides, he may not be given that luxury, not be given that confidence, not be given that 100% backing that we will support you in whatever you do out there, champ. So just go and do what you do best. And now I think that's the, a big tick to all the coaching staff of, of the Chiefs that give that backing to their players. And what I, you know what it's like when someone backs you 100%, when someone says, mate, you just go do what you want and we are there 100% of the time to support you, it just opens up this new kind of uh, opportunity. And now I think that's what's happening to, <laughs> to uh, the, the right winger. The concern for me, Carmo, is that the Chiefs are as playing as well as you can play. There is still, still what, four more rounds of Super Rugby left. There is still the playoffs. Is there a danger of peaking too early here? Or do you believe this Chiefs team has still got even more progression in them? Well, that's a really good debate because at the start of the year, and I go through these seasons the way I analyse it, both as a fan now but as a player, I can't look at a whole season. It's too overwhelming. Yep. It's too big. So I always put it into these blocks. And during the blocks of four, I was prepared to lose some matches as it's transpired we haven't lost those matches and we're keeping on a roll and we've only got three games to go in the regular season so now you say to yourself are we still okay to lose a match in in the playoff in, in the run up to the playoffs or are now we just on the brink that we have to keep the momentum going I would switch the switch the, um, the switch where I was happy to lose one or two games you know Two months ago, now I don't want to lose any games. I want to keep so, the momentum. So you don't think a loss would be a timely reminder? No, I don't think so because it's about momentum. So we've got two home games. You've got to win those. Yep. Absolutely. So you got the Reds this week. Bang. And then we, we're away to the Brumbies. Now you want to beat the Brumbies in Canberra because you may play them back in Hamilton in a semi or a final. So you actually want to have that. Right, mate, we've gone to your turf. Tough place to play, Canberra. And we've won. So no, I, I mean, as I said at the start of the season, I would have accepted a couple of losses. Now, with only three games remaining, I don't want to. And can we get better? Of course we can absolutely get better because uh, uh, Leonard Brown coming back, he's only going to play better. Nankable, when he came on, full of energy. Look at the way Daniel Rona played. Mm. Absolutely freaking outstanding. And are, are we going to see more of Bryn Gatlin coming on in the first half of the game and moving McKenzie 
um, out to his roving role. Uh, okay, so so yeah, maybe one of the ways of um, I, I guess counteracting what I've just said, it's actually maintaining this level and standards, but using slightly different teams every week. So having the entire squad being able to interchange and still maintaining those high standards. Yeah, but remember, I mean... Yes, you want to maintain some combinations, but combinations you still want to important. give your squad game Look, time because you know injuries might be coming. Well, it, well, injuries may be coming, but we also know, because we've got this in our back pocket, haven't we, that the, the all-black rotation rule is is not a thing because, you know, Scott Barrett played more more games yep. than he should have at the start of the year for Crusaders. Therefore, if we wanted to continue playing Brody Retallick or Sam Kane. That that kazumps. So we now got to worry about the Chiefs, not All Black Rugby, okay? Because the Crusaders were allowed to play Scott Barrett for more games than he was required. So I mean that rules out the window now, isn't it? That rule's non-existent. Well, in theory, it shouldn't be non-existent, but is it non-existent? Who well, knows? Of course, it's non-existent because the Crusaders are allowed to do it. Therefore, if we want to do it, yep. we're allowed to do it. Yep. Okay. Um, Okay, so Carmo, um, what what did you make of Anton Leonard Brown? Because I guess that's where a big focus. Yep. This guy's just like Jack Good. You've been plagued by injury. Comes back in at second five eight. I think he himself said, you know, it was just trying to keep up with the speed of the game. But, but yeah, he didn't really look like he'd been out for too long. I mean, you know, he, he was never going to play eighty minutes, was he? No, he wasn't. But he, he will, as, as it goes, or, or will he? Because look at the quality of the the two centres we've had so far and Nankerville coming back with the energy that he brings. So once more, that depth, the rotation, you talked about injuries. Let's God, let's hope that Anton Leonard-Brown doesn't get another injury. But what players like Anton Leonard-Brown do, Watto, is have time. The greatest players have time, and you kind of saw that out there. He had time. And when he attracts defenders, he opens up opportunities. Mm. People have to defend on Anton Leonard-Brown because he runs so straight. He's got to attract the numbers. Therefore, there's the width that they can play with and get back once more. Combinations will make this Chiefs side stronger. They have combinations. They have trust in each other. They are together. They're having fun. And if they can play Anton Leonard Brown for a few more games leading into the playoffs, they're just going to re-establish those combinations. 18 minutes away from eight. You're listening to Chiefs Smart. I'm Mark Watson alongside of me, uh, all black great Ian Jones. We'll take a break. We'll come back with more. Just a reminder, the warehouse, the home of fragrances.